Music from D.C. and Baltimore You'll find it all here on Corridor Waltzes or cut time or straight for four You'll find it all here on Corridor Hi, it's Kelsey. You're back on Quartercast. I'm uh, feeling a little under the weather, so we're going to keep this very short. This week's guest is Snakes. They have a kind of punk country thing going on that is totally delightful. I'm going to play you a track from an upcoming album they have coming out. The song's called Preaching of the Choir, and the album is going to be called No More Songs About Wildflowers. So we'll keep you updated on when that comes out. They have a show coming up this Friday with friends of the show, Quattrocenta. It's December 15th at Metro Gallery, and it's Quattrocenta's vinyl release show, so it's a pretty big deal. Hope to see you guys there. Cynthia Labrada got together for practice last night after after our little break, and it was great. I showed the ladies two riffs that I think we'll be able to work into something usable, so that's exciting. We met with some folks that want to do a video for us, so if all goes well, we'll have a video coming out for for something to say. I don't remember ever being on camera, so it's kind of exciting, kind of nerve-wracking, but it'll be a blast. So that's what's up with us, and here is Preaching the Choir by Snakes. I hope you guys are enjoying the snow. I hope you guys have a great holiday coming up. Season. Snakes, thanks for having me over, guys. How you guys doing? Good. Good. (laughs) Doing great. Tuesday. (laughs) It's a Tuesday. So let's get everybody used to your voice. Um, Can you just kind of like say who you are and what you play? We'll start with you, George. Uh, My name is George, and I sing and play guitar. Uh, My name is Tyler, and I play bass. 
There's also a dog here in case you hear <laughs> licking or panning. It's not me. <laughs> um, he claims. <laughs> I'm Eric, and I also play guitar. So I want to talk to you guys about the new record. Thanks so much for sending me those tracks. I really, really liked it. Um, so I guess to start with, like, what, uh, where did you record it, and how did all that come together? We recorded it with Noel Mueller. Um, where was that? In Towson or something? Yeah, he's got a house in, I think it's technically Timonium, but he runs, I guess co-runs, uh, Grimoire Records, Baltimore-based record label. They they usually do like metal, heavy music, but uh, through other projects in the past I've, I've done with him, he um, he's just a solid engineer. He, he knows how to get a lot of different sounds um, for pretty much any instrument, and uh he was, he's, I think he's like anybody interested to try something new. So uh, I told him that I was in kind of a country western band and he asked him if he wanted to record it and he said, uh, sure, why not? And um, he's got like a basement uh, studio that he's renovated and definitely works some magic out of. Yes, you can get a good sound out of those basement studios sometimes, definitely. Yeah, I mean, between the rugs and the walls, and <laughs> the wood paneling, the wood too. Paneling. Yeah. yeah, can't forget the wood paneling. It's cozy. Yeah. So when did you guys record it? Has it been in the bag a while now? We recorded it, was it a couple months ago? I think it was June. Like yeah, it was a little summer. End of June or something. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it was the end of June, and there was... Only one or two songs that were fresh when we recorded. A lot of the stuff was pretty old. Well, not old. It was just um, we had been playing it. We've been while. playing it for for probably at, at least a year. Yeah. But there were like maybe like one or two songs that were like kind of. I don't even know if we had played them live yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I guess had some of them had been road tested. Like yeah. Just, Okay. Put some studio magic on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was still, like, some of the tracks definitely like, oh, let's do this and, and that to it. Yeah. A couple of songs, I think the newer ones didn't sound great, but then we put pedal steel on it, and we thought that that's, <laughs> they are good now. They're good songs. Yeah, the pedal steel is pretty magic on that. Oh, I forgot to say, uh, people should know the title, uh, No More Songs About Wildflowers. Uh, where does that come from? I don't know. Just kind of candy. <laughs> I, I was trying to come up with... I'm really bad with titles and lyrics and things. And it's always the last thing I do. And I was trying to come up with a, a title for the record. And it's one of those things where I had maybe 10 or 15 that I liked. And that one I just kept coming back to. Um, it has a little bit to do <coughs> with some of the songs on the record, but I also just like how it sounded. Yeah, no, it has a nice ring to it. Yeah. And uh, so do you guys have a release date for that yet? No. Well, we're figuring that out now because uh, vinyl is a very um, tricky tricky thing. You know, it could, it's like, you know, it could take two months, it could take four or five months depending mm. on the press you use and how long, and then you want to make sure that everything is released within the same general time, but 
right now uh, we're hoping to have the vinyl, the LPs, like in early March, but the digital other other versions of it might come like a month or so sooner. Okay. So maybe yeah. February. Yeah. Um, we have uh, we're shooting a music video next month, and maybe we'll have a single come out sooner. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of these things where vinyl has such a gray area of, of delivery that um, you know we're hoping for this but you know it could be that yeah so I guess you're kind of at the mercy of the manufacturers totally. and whatnot. yeah yeah, yeah I mean uh, right tentatively early March maybe uh, middle of February it just depends on um, the powers that be yeah. um, and what song is going to be the song for the video um, flower garden is this song that's the name yeah i think so <laughs> we all the songs have like nicknames yeah we didn't have titles right? upon nicknames and now the official titles are setting in yeah i think Flower that Garden? that one is our roland song hey i don't know <laughs> <laughs> is there like a theme for the video you guys have picked out yet or do you want to keep that a surprise or? it's a surprise all right Fair enough, but something about wildflowers and, <laughs> and gardens. <laughs> George, well, I'll keep an eye out for that though. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I noticed uh, to me is, in a way, the new album sounds—I don't know if this is the right word—but it sounds a little more like ambitious than the first. The first record. Did you guys do more uh, layering or like? Um, I guess what I'm really trying to ask is, was there like a difference in the songwriting process between the first and the second record? Yeah, the first record I recorded here, and I did all of it in my room. And we—I don't think that we had—we didn't have a full band. We didn't play with a drummer at the time, Um, so a lot of the rhythm stuff is just different, like layers of electronic drums and things like that. I wasn't in the band. You were in the band. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was... um, Snake started... I was doing some solo shows at the time, and I was getting some of my friends to play some of the shows with me, and we eventually just decided it should be its own band. And that's... So that album is sort of right on the edge of, like, when I was finishing up some songs that I was working on. But also a couple of them, like... Eric wrote a lot of the guitar um, parts. I mean, he wrote all of them for that record, um, which helped a lot. And some of Hiram is a, an old, old song. Yeah, and that was like a re, yeah, redone version um, of that old song that we used to play years ago. But I don't think we... We weren't really playing shows before. Yeah, I don't know, it's just a weird... I think of that album as more of like a sketch in a way. I, I really like it. Oh, yeah, All the songs fun, are different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's no like, there's nothing connecting really about it. Um, whereas this record, we definitely made a point. Um, we recorded it, and I think we tracked everything in two days, and it feels much more coherent. Yeah, um, song to song. And when you were writing it, did you have themes, uh, a coherent theme in mind as well? Boy, um, <laughs> I don't know. I it's hard to tell because every all the songs are different. I would say maybe half of them I wrote and brought to the band, and we learned the parts, 
and the other half was more we started with a, a an idea and then everybody in the band wrote parts for and I can't even remember which ones are which but it's probably better that way yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this point it's it's yeah I don't know I, I the sound of the instruments, I think, are <laughs> the same. <laughs> I don't think that we had any any musical like uh, themes running, so to speak. Except well, we did it live. Yeah, that's oh, that's it? the biggest. That difference. was I like think the biggest thing. A live bass and drums has yeah. completely changed the dynamic of the band. Oh, yeah. yeah, the drums were not to click. Yeah, uh, no click. Yeah, and it, I think it has a a really raw high energy kind of live feeling to it yeah. and, i mean we overdub stuff you know pedal steel vocals uh this and that uh on top of tambourine. the tambourine tambourine but that was a big thing i think for me from my perspective not being on the first album and now being on the second the biggest of difference is just kind of doing it live it has a totally different ebb and flow yeah it's hard to compare the two i was on the first one so i can't say but <laughs> yeah. the second one you know doing it live has its ups and downs and um it just has a kind of a different feel to it at the end of the day was the goal to kind of capture the energy of a live show was or yeah i think it was i i think that's i remember telling noel who recorded it from the get-go i wanted it to have sort of a, a live feel and i think he nailed it um and i do like listening to the to the record like that with that in mind because it, it feels like a really well recorded live show mm -hmm. and, I, and i think that's perfect um and i wanted to push that with this because the other one was so calculated and um you know there's lots of loops and things. Not on your and, computer. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. this, this, we definitely pushed it for the other side more so. So I like that. Um, when I was listening to them back to back, one thing I noticed is like, I felt like there were, on the drums there was like some indie rock kind of rhythms, which maybe were not so much on the first one. So it's interesting to learn that like you were just doing that to, to a track before. So mm -hmm. I guess that's, are there other ways where the sound evolved from, um, just the combination of the band? Um, yeah, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I don't know specifically. <laughs> it's just more of a feeling, I guess. Yeah, I think drums, those are the biggest, that was the biggest change. That changed how I played even too, just even with rhythm and, and I think the organ's definitely more predominant. Mm -hmm. Our organ player also, on the first album, I did a lot of the organ tracks after he recorded it. He already knows that, but he's going to be mad that I'm saying this. But <laughs> I, had, I went back, because I was here and I was working on it, I'm like, oh, I should fix this. And, you know, like I do that and I just would redo a lot of his parts. But he was still just learning how to play organ. And then on this album, he actually has a lot of his own like melody parts and he's playing, you know, like different chords and different, you know, it, it's way more intricate. I think on, on that yeah, level. It's definitely different, completely different. Yeah. The band thing kind of fleshed everything out. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys are no longer playing to a machine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that was the most fun thing about Early Snakes was not having the 
not having to worry about yeah. that. Yeah, like, this yeah. is going to sound good no matter what. Yeah, and we, we stop playing karaoke, stuff going <laughs> karaoke versions of our own songs. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah. like that's 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 fun. You get to have bring out other energy that mm-hmm. you know, makes it different. So this playing with a band is definitely something. That's interesting. I never thought about it. Like because that that part of the music is always going to be the same. If yeah, you have a track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to the engineers that shows would. Like a George, like just walk up with his iPhone and be like, "All right, just plug me in." Yeah, <laughs> sound guys love this. Then. Sound guys, yeah. we're like, "You guys, <laughs> where's your drums?" Yeah, we don't have any. Cool. Yeah, you made their job about like ninety percent easier. Yeah, they yeah. loved us. Yeah, it was always so funny because I used to I go to a lot of those shows and just see George on his phone with a line in connected to it, like obviously <laughs> yeah, you know, and everyone's yeah. all like, like you get, phone song, get phone calls, get phone calls during the set. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, it'll always sound great because it was programmed, uh, but it was, uh, it was unique. It was like yeah. a karaoke version, like you said. Yeah. That. yeah. That's funny. So you're up there on stage like, wait, guys, I got to take this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I learned about airplane. Airplane yeah. Yeah. is an important discovery. Yeah. Yeah. That. that helps. For sure. For sure. And also having the le- the right length of that eight yeah. cable. Yeah. Sometimes you, you'd have to <laughs> be Bending over to the PA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. But now we have our real drummer. Mm-hmm. So that well, helps. great. Yeah. I th- and uh, the other, I, I was thinking about with the first album, something that I do miss is because we had pre-recorded things, we could we could add some layers that we couldn't do live now unless we had a bunch more people involved. But just different, like, sounds of things or, like, something like cracking or, like, you know, we uh-huh. heard we... I, there's a song that has like campfire sound on it or something like that. It's like ambient so behind it. So that was always fun, like that we could do that and people were like. Oh, we used to play the theme like song that. before. Well, we were oh, tuning. yeah, we had a theme song on the theme first song album. To the first album. So that was like our pump up. Like, <laughs> we play that and get on stage. Nobody <laughs> cares. They thought it was so yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool though. I mean, nobody does that. So, and yeah. that's what people always say. Like, they're, you're the only ones that are playing this kind of music. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where we were like, yeah, just, if you miss a, a verse or, you know, like a line, just you're screwed, screwed because the song is already pre-recorded yeah, and right. there's no room for, you yeah. know, kind of goofing around or, or going crazy with it. So I guess that's the negative side is like, uh, you really need to stick with what you have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every show became, it just was the same in yeah. a way. There was, there was no room. We never had to like practice. Yeah. So... Now the the band thing and having to show up for rehearsal and things like that. Yeah, we're really we're important. slowly learning to become a normal band. <laughs> <laughs> we get to go to practice. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's the, the same room at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's jump back. How did you all get together? We touched on this just briefly, but um, it, what's the backstory? Um, I've been playing music with Eric for years, oh, seven years, six or seven years. Our first seven, band. Yeah. So. Our first band started like seven years ago. Um, here in Baltimore, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I had just moved here. And I don't think I met Tyler. We played a couple shows at Tyler's old band. And I think that's how I met you. Maybe through Rob? I don't I, remember. Yeah, no, I remember meeting both of you. It was one of your birthdays. Probably yours because you have a December birthday. And okay. we were on the roof of your old apartment, which would not have made sense in December. Yeah. Uh. Can't remember. Hey, we might have been doing that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breaking the cold. Um, <laughs> Andy's birthday, after all I can remember. Yeah, 
I don't know. Somehow we met you. <laughs> Sounds about right. And, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And we, we, Cooper, didn't we ask you to, we asked you to play because we were getting a, a drummer, right? Max was playing with yeah, us. Yeah, I, I wasn't. We ran into you at the tavern and we are like, oh, this guy plays bass. Which was super convenient because that same night, my other regular band, one of the guys moved to New Orleans. So I was in a position where I literally had the the day, the space, the gear, yeah. and, like, and yeah. everything else. Just be like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll just swap this out for that and... I'm in another band now, so come on over. That's a crazy coincidence. It it really was a, like a surreal thing because it was like one of Yeah, because we were talking about who do we know that plays bass, and we said, "Well, Tyler plays bass," and then we saw you like yeah, five minutes we, later. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays, chirps, half off pizza. Uh, that's that's <laughs> when we practice. We go practice right there, pizza right down there, and <laughs> and then I saw all of them walking around, and it was kind of a somber night because like yeah, you know. Move New Orleans, bands, whatever. Uh, let's just get some more pizza. Just, you know, have a have a good night. And then I see these guys, and they're like, hey, you want to play bass? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Just so happens. Why not? Play. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, just so happens. Uh, yep, let's do it. Um, and so how did the, are you the primary songwriter then? Like, Sure. Okay. So uh, where did, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> just say don't say sure. Yeah. So yeah. how did how did your sound develop? Um, you know, you kind of have a mix of punk and country. It's a little bit unusual. Where does that all come from? Um, I would say that when I when I was growing up, my my father is a musician, um, and he uh, showed me a lot of older country music growing up. Um, and in high school, there's a lot of dumb punk music, really <laughs> pop punk stuff. And, um, but I've always been in, in, interested in that kind of music. Um, and I don't think I found bands that really had those two elements till, you know, more recently, but I don't know. I think it, it's really, and it's not that our music is country in any way, but we have twangy sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely listen to the, that kind of music, so it, it makes sense. Um, Twang City, Twang City, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it seems like it was just always part of what you were listening to. Yeah, I think I think also with the New Snakes music is that I really wanted it to become a punk band. Mm-hmm. We never really will. We all will always have a mix and have different sort of style songs and things like that. I mean, there's a lot of slower songs on the record, but um, I wanted to move in that direction, and I think that the twangy part of it just comes out naturally. I mean, that's just the sound that we like. Yeah, because your dad um, is from Slim Cessna's Auto Club, Mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, that's a band I like, and I can hear the influences, but you definitely have a more punk rock thing going on. Yeah, I think the Auto Club used to be more like that. Um, And then... Not so well. I mean, they'll always have elements of it. Like their shows are very lively, but yeah. I think like it got a little more intricate, and um, their writing process changed. And um, yeah, but I, yeah, you see that. I don't think that they're that similar, but 
I also understand if no one's heard either that they sound pretty similar right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> to me. I got it. It's probably mm-hmm. just more of the fact of having like that kind of steel pedal sound yeah. than anything else. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. They have a very full sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the first, actually, if, no, it was the second show that I played with Snakes was opening for Auto Club. Yeah, was that a Metro Gallery? It was. Yeah, it was there. Yeah, it was but there. almost cool. a year ago. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and. It's the first time I had seen Auto Club in a long time, and just comparing, I mean, I guess apples to oranges at this point, but they have a very full sound with, I mean, they've got a huge lineup. and Six it, people. Yeah. And uh, it's it just like a, a whole different kind of spectrum in comparison. I mean, we were still, I mean, for I was still figuring out stuff uh, for, for that set, so it was... Uh, it was definitely a trial by fire, but um, it so was a lot of fun. to say hi, everybody, yeah. just so you understand what's going yeah. on. There is a dog here. I just want to reinforce that. Yeah. There's a dog licking I'm just really people. out of breath from talking about all this. I'm so sorry, Tom. What were you saying? I was getting really excited about you describing this. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know why this is amping her up, but no, auto, playing with Auto Club was so much fun yeah. um, and so unique. Because, you know, the comparison is always made between George and his dad, but I think it's it's a really far-stretched comparison at this point because it's, it, the, yeah, they have the same last name, but the musical styles are, are right? Yes. <laughs> the styles are, are, are so different um, at this point. Yeah. You know? Sure. Uh, George is kind of loud and fast now well i don't know i just think that snakes though i would i'm gonna go on the record and say i disagree with that um (laughs) i think that the music that i write is not so much that but playing with you guys it's become that when it's fleshed out in a full band i think it's got that more live we rock way we will rock way harder (laughs) yeah you wanted yeah that's the biggest difference is that you're like I want this to be a rock. Band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've often compared us to Motorhead. Never. ACDC. <laughs> Always. Black Sabbath. We get that a lot. Sure. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm so tired of people. Can we get, us. you guys get Red Hot Chili Peppers at one point? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Some guy came up. What are you saying? It was in yeah. Florida. It was like some townie guy and he comes up and he's like, man, I loved your set. He's like, what was it? It was like, it's like country music meets Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Who's trying? I don't know. No, no. Oh, my God. So, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Yeah. All right. Well, what are some of your influences? Uh, and, and I'll open that up to everybody, but I guess uh, we'll start with you, George. What, um, who were you listening to growing up? Um, as a kid, boy, I think... I mean, growing up, I always, and just, you know, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, and all them, Loretta Lynn, the old, you know, George Jones. Actually, I don't remember listening to a lot of George. I know I did, yeah. But um, I would say my favorite artist, country artist, is probably Roger Miller, is my favorite. I don't even know him. It sounds like somebody should probably. He does kind of joke songs. They almost sound like children's songs. Um, and. Like he'd be on, you know, the Muppet Show and stuff. <laughs> but I really, but his songs are always really dark, underneath. Like the lyrics are kind of messed up, and you're kind of surprised 
Um, but he's just, he's a little bit of a comedian, but really just a performer. And I think he's insanely talented as a country writer. Um, my influences. What are some of the punk bands you uh, came up with? Um, well, without giving away too much of who we rip off, but <laughs> the, the Gun Club is definitely one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, and I certainly wanted a lot of our stuff now to sound like that. Um, who else? Um, Roland Howard. Roland S. Howard always is the best guitar player of all time. Um, no, it's funny too. You love Jerry Garcia though. Okay. <laughs> Don't ever say that. <laughs> um, we'll not stand for slander. Yeah. <laughs> It's always funny. Like, when we all hang out, we all show each other, like, fun YouTube videos. Yeah, we just, songs yeah. That listening to at the time. And it, it changed. Everybody's got... It's always different. Well, like, very eclectically. Well, actually, I also have been listening to a lot of kind of, like, garage rock, like, Mummies and, um, like, Flat Duo Jets and stuff like that. Kind of, like, Detroit garage rock stuff. Yeah, I always really stuff. like the Gories. Um I like how that stuff sounds. Definitely. And did you guys listen to a lot of country uh, before being in this band? Not not until our first band, really. I I I ruined your life. (laughs) Yeah. I was much more of a... I was into, like, electronic music and, uh, like, more gothy and, like, dark (laughs) and stuff at the time. And then our first band... Kind of George was like, "Hey, well, listen to this," and I didn't. It got me. Yeah, I forced you all to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was always it was always in the background, and you just realize it kind of hits you, and you start to move in that direction. It's really nice. And uh, do you guys feel like Snakes has been pretty well received playing, uh, you know, you're not a country band. I, I don't mean to keep harping on that, but playing like with those themes in Baltimore, has that, how's that gone over? It's been um, different. It always changes. I, I think that we always are received well. People like the music and we get a lot of compliments saying, oh, there should be... Um, more bands like this, like you're, oh, I've never seen a band like this in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like this, which is really nice. Um, but it also is hard when, if we are the only band that plays music like yeah, this, yeah, we've always like played shows with just a huge range of other kinds of bands. Like our old band would always get, um, shows with metal. Metal. it was like metal and like metal neo bands. folk shows. Mm-hmm. And they all loved it. Yeah. And then yeah, we, we were like, we're we're just goofballs. Like, yeah, we're like, this is stupid. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Even now, you know, we've played some good punk shows that, excuse me, I really liked, and I, I like playing with other you know faster bands. It just depends. Yeah, I think we're always well received because there's nothing really like that in the city. Mm-hmm. But. Um, it's a double-edged sword, you know, when you're the only one doing this thing. It's great because it's different, but that's not the only reason it's great. 
Yeah. You know? And you, you kind of have to keep proving that. Yeah, and, and there's also a big difference between, like, interesting and different. Yeah. Because we're different, but I don't know if I would... That doesn't mean that we're, like, everyone's going to be interested in what we're doing. But it's just, it is different. So we're not interesting, that's not No, it's always fun to play. Yeah. It's, it's always fun to play. Yeah, and we also, yeah, we've just played with a lot, especially in Baltimore, like, this... Every show is always different, like the bands that we play with. Yeah, it really is, and every venue yeah. is, is, is really unique. And actually, that show that we were talking about, the Quattrocento, like, felt like that show, actually, with them playing, it's one of the, one of the few bands we can play with. We're like, oh, it's actually kind of like, you know, we're a good match, yeah. music-wise. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes we play with some, like, really, like, poppy thing, like, bands. Was that show we played? things. That Brooklyn band that was, like... Oh yeah, they were like yeah, they were the next uh, the next one like, direction. Man, I don't know. It was just strange. But like, why are we here? Why did they ask us to play this? But but hey, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it's always fun. Yeah, we have fun. Sometimes when you get on a weirdly matched bill, that can be even more fun than anything else. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> more like, interesting. There really sure. isn't anybody that we play with regularly. Mm-hmm. And so with that, it's always kind of a wild card. Yeah. You know, it's fun just to try it out and then (laughs) see what happens. (laughs) Um, So what are some of your favorite venues to play in Baltimore? I love playing out of bar. Yeah. I think it always sounds good good there. Why you lasted? (laughs) I just, I can't. There's, uh, we've only played, what, like six or seven different places in town. That's all there is in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had some fun, like, annex shows. Copycat back in the day. Those were always interesting. <laughs> Shut I, up. <laughs> that was a fun oh, show. Oh, yeah. That was a great show. Was yeah. place. Was yeah. it the Halloween show? No. no. That one was not very good. The uh, Halloween show was terrible. <laughs> I got... I got... A little bit too often. A little toss too soon. Yeah. It's part of the costume. Yeah, it was part yeah. of the costume. Yeah. And it was so loud. Like, the vocals weren't loud. Like, it was, everything was distorted. It just sounds so bad. But it was fun. I don't know. EMP is great to play, too. I really well, like EMP. EMP is yeah. awesome. EMP yeah. is a great venue. But yeah. I think my personal favorite is always Metro Guy. Yeah. It's yeah. A good spot. Also, Metro is a block away from our practice space. So we yeah. don't have to drive. We don't need <laughs> to have to <laughs> <laughs> We just literally <laughs> carry your wheel over all yeah. the amps. Yeah. So, like, just... That's pretty nice. Sidewalk. Definitely like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's always yeah. yeah. Great people and yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I really like Metro. Always, those are have always been some of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean yeah, the sounds really good there, and uh, it's super convenient. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys planning to tour the new album? I would imagine. Yeah, we're working on, on plans for it. I mean, we definitely will, one way or another. You don't have any cities lined up yet, or do you? No, um, because, excuse me, if the vinyl comes out, maybe March, then, I don't know, I we honestly are just trying to figure out how to get the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, that's going to take some time, like you were saying? Yeah, a few hands have changed with the vinyl releasing and distributing, so um, it's just a matter of getting it in our hands or at least knowing like it'll be here on like within this time frame yeah um 
we we recorded in June. We did like a almost a two week tour in August, and uh, if it comes out in March, you know, we we, we might do a tour in spring. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, let's get the 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 thing in our hands, or at least on the press, and then uh, I'll plan a tour accordingly. But you know, sometime in spring, I think we'll definitely do a tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Okay. Cool. Oh, I did want to ask this. If I could kind of jump back, um, I did want to ask this when we're talking a little bit about country. Are there any like modern country bands that you're listening to? Because mm. George loves Florida Georgia Line. Yes. <laughs> I have a very dark, scary part of my heart that loves Florida Georgia Line <laughs> because it's because it's, it's the the absolute most ridiculous <laughs> that it that it can get. And in I actually way, think it's kind of It brings out the best and the worst in you. It's yeah. just so over the top, like so overproduced, weird <laughs> pop country. And I actually think I love it. Um, no. So the next album is going to be like super compressed, is yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. saying? Yeah, we're working it's on it. Hopefully, it doesn't yeah. exactly like totally yeah. auto tune. Yeah. Um, new country. It's hard. Uh, a lot of the bands that I like that. Um, maybe similarly to ours that borrow heavily from country sound. Um, I wouldn't call them country bands, but even like uh, Angel Olsen, I was listening to her a lot. And like there's country aspects. Or um, what is it? T. Hardy? T. Hardy Morris. T. Hardy Morris. I really like but yeah, His he, band he, is... He's like, very punk, though. I mean, Yeah, but they have pedal steel, so you're like... I know, oh, it's cool. That's, that's, yeah. that's what... Um, well, yeah. Daniel Romano. Daniel Romano is great. Is fantastic. Canadian singer. Yeah. He writes some really good songs. He has a funny story about going on at his shows in D.C. Apparently he's afraid of flying, mm-hmm. so he took a boat to Europe. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they have to wait for him. His band wait. gets it there. Took it, it took him a week. month and a half or That's something to get to, to get to Europe. Um, Honestly, yeah. I think I might be more scared of being on a boat that long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We it's crazy. Yeah. I'd rather go crazy for like six hours or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he's in a fantastic songwriter that always mm-hmm. changes his style up yeah. a lot, but it's very classic country too, but like n- nails everything on the head. Yeah, his, his stuff is here. country for sure, but it's yeah. very 60s country. Um, bird style. Like, yeah, like yeah. birds. There's that one album by The Men, uh, Open Your Heart. That's, I don't know what that is. You've heard it. I, I play it so many times. <laughs> Every time I'm you're so, like, oh, I'm what is so this? Stubborn. <laughs> he just, I'm so stubborn. George is so stubborn. Yeah. That's for sure. If it's not ACDC, he's not yeah. into it. <laughs> Do like oh, that must have been really hard when uh, which one was it? Was Malcolm Young? Malcolm, Malcolm. Young Malcolm. I forgot oh, about yeah. that. R. I. P. Yeah, I I don't know. I thought maybe he was dead already. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I just don't know. Like I, I'm not. I, I don't still, like the, the soil is still warm. <laughs> yeah. I don't go to their shows or anything. You know, but yeah, I love their music. Uh, well, how did you get into music in the first place? Um, what? When did you first feel like this is something that you wanted to put a band together? Like, uh, I was very. Young. I had a band with my sister when I was four or five. Really, wow. my dad gave me his old like hand me down drum set from the '60s as a birthday gift, and I loved drums. It was my first instrument. 
Um, and my sister sang through a cardboard tube <laughs> to make it louder. That's what we thought. It was like uh, science. That works. And she sang, and I played drums. That checks and out. It was pretty awesome, I think. There's a video we have somewhere, but it's probably gone. Oh, um, you have to dig that up. Yeah. Oh, man. Was it an original number? Oh, all original. Nice. Yeah. I thought you covered Illumineers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Illumineers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when I first started playing. I, I played drums for a long time. I didn't learn guitar until I was maybe like 13 or 14. Um, I played cello pretty, yeah. for years. Yeah. Yeah. Can you still play the cello? No, and I'm so mad that I don't have my cello anymore. And I would, when I was in high school, because I played in elementary and middle school, and then in high school I decided cello was lame, oh, and that cello. I don't want to carry it around anymore. I didn't want to practice it. I just wanted to play drums and guitar, and now I feel pretty stupid about that because it's the best. But yeah, cello is awesome. Yeah. I think you should learn, but you, it'll come back to you if you try. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> uh, so, how about you, Tyler? How'd you get into music in the first place? Um, I don't know how I originally got into music. I I was probably just listening to stuff, and <laughs> you got that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to You got to start somewhere. Yeah. This looks tasty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my would tell that. No, I mean, it was just, uh... <laughs> um, what about you, yeah. Eric? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just bad. <laughs> my first cassette was delicious. <laughs> cassette was delicious? Yeah, no. I, I had friends just who would send, like, give me records and stuff, and we just hung out with a lot of people that played in bands and do you remember your first record um that i bought was weezer's um mallage whatever came out in like 2003 mm-hmm. i was i went to best buy yeah i do remember one of the first cds i bought was the tarzan soundtrack by phil collins nice uh, very <laughs> good, good yeah. classic drums <laughs> you know no, you know, big, that what? big drum sound. Big, drum. big cargo pants. Before big his drums. son started playing drums for him. Is that cool. right? I didn't even know that. Yeah, maybe Bill. Bill Collins. Oh my god, that's his name. Bill Collins. Opening for Bill. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, all right. Well, um, so what kind of, I mean, I know you're putting this album out. That's a really big goal. What other things would you like to do, say, in the next year, the next couple of years? What's, what, what can we uh, expect? Um, definitely this album. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some solo stuff I'm working on that I'm going to try to put out soon oh, yeah. on tape. Um, figure out some touring stuff. Traveling. Always wanted to tour Europe. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing with any band. Next in the next year. That's yeah, not. And that's hard. I think you guys can do it. Yeah, yeah I think we can do it. You know, we get the vinyl. <laughs> get the boat. We'll see about that. <laughs> boat first. Cross the channel. <laughs> yeah, boat first. That boat first. Was, that was later. Yeah. Vinyl boat. Um. I yeah I don't know I might be moving so I don't I have no idea. Oh really? Oh, do you have a plan for that yet or? Uh. We might be moving to Colorado. That's our 
our idea. Our, oh, okay. Our dream. Okay. Is that is that where you're from originally? Or? Yes. Yeah. My my dad and his side of the family still They're live still out there. Um, so we want to try to do that, but it's become a reoccurring theme here in Baltimore, where it's kind of like, well, oh, maybe next year, <laughs> and not always in a bad way, because right now I'd be fine with staying longer, but. Yeah. If the opportunity arises, that that might be a possibility. And then we got to figure out what we're going to do. But I'll do my best to convince everybody to come with. <laughs> yeah, that'd be exciting. Yeah. Be exciting. Uh, I did want to ask, so what's how do you determine what's a solo project versus what's a snake's project? Um, usually just when I'm writing and I record things here. Because if I'm writing a new song, I'll I'll do a sketch and record some stuff real quick for the band to listen to. So when we get to practice, they have a better idea than me just saying, no, make it sound like cool or, you know, like this. Um, and when I'm doing that, I think just some of the songs I feel just don't fit snakes. And that's just kind of, that's just kind of a gut thing. It depends though. I think we've tried out a lot of songs, like newer things I've been working on with snakes and that I thought would be good for the band and it didn't work out so well. And like, it's, as long as, you know. We're still writing and working on stuff. But some of the chord structures and progressions have, like, completely changed from, like, a slow, almost ballad into, like, a up-tempo. Yeah. Like, ah, this is a work. Yeah. But maybe if we just speed it up, yeah. it'll work. And <laughs> then from there, so, like, at the very least, it's, it's got, like, a evolution to it. Sure, yeah. But some of them just don't stick at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, usually as soon as I, I, I get like a an itch to add some weird instruments, and, or like if it's like oh this should get some like auto harp on it, then I know it's gonna be the fellow. Like some cannons, you know, yeah. <laughs> some infantry marching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, once the choir gets involved, it's like oh how am I gonna <laughs> bring this to the band's right? Exactly. Get the choir at the next show at the crown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess uh, we'll kind of wrap things up. I always end by asking the same question. What advice would you have for musicians, say a younger musician who wants to play music either professionally or just get a band for fun? Hmm. Boy. I think some of the best advice that someone gave to me, I had a teacher once, um, and we watched a film at school that was really powerful and really um, kind of political, very, um, it was difficult to watch, it was really good, but I was working on a project at the time, and after um, the movie, I went outside for a cigarette, and I was kind of bummed out, because what I was working on seemed so stupid compared to like something that's so important in life um, that I just didn't want to work on it anymore, but... The teacher who screened that film for us, I told her that I I loved the film. She asked me what I thought. I said I loved it, but I just I feel like I should just stop making things because what I'm doing is just minuscule compared to this. And she told me that someone will always be interested in in your process, even if you think it's stupid or if you ever think it's not important. Someone else will. There's got to be somebody that will find that interesting or powerful, um, even if you don't. And that was really helpful to me because, like, oh, yeah, 
that's cool. Yeah, that's a really good perspective. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's even helpful. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's been a hard process for me. Sometimes I forget to take myself seriously as um, a musician. And I just forget that anybody might take us seriously in a way. Because sometimes I get, like, ah, bands are kind of stupid. I don't know. Like, I like listening to music. Maybe it's not that important. But it's just not true. And, um, it's okay to take yourself serious enough. And oh. as long as you're not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, exactly. There's a line. And I never, yeah, and I, like, I can't. I, I don't think any of us ever, like, I don't know. I read so many interviews with bands. I'm just like, oh. Guys, so annoying. All you gotta do, if you're a young musician, all you gotta do is watch School of Rock, starring Jack Black. <laughs> That's, That's the, the world laid out for you. You got the jabronis, you got the mm. young up and comings, and then you just got the weathered, tried and true yeah. Jack Blacks of the mm-hmm. world. Mm. I'll show you how to do it. That's sure. Yeah, I really will. It's. I remember seeing that in high school. Anyway, I go, this would be so funny. It's got a sick soundtrack. <laughs> and now, one of the first things we did as a band was like watch that movie. And I just realized, it. this is. Wait, too, we watched that? Yeah. And it was too real. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it was hard. still great. Yeah. That's but it's a good so one. real. <clears throat> the other thing is, like, Tenacious D is interesting because, like, they're a comedy band, but they're actually, like, a good band. They're still, like, <laughs> very talented musicians. Yeah. yeah. Jack Black's yeah. voice is insane. Yeah, yeah. It is. The, 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 the spectrum good. that he has is unreal. <laughs> That's kind of like what I was saying with Roger Miller. Like, sometimes it just seems so goofy. It, and you yeah, forget, and you're like, oh, my gosh, modern... this song is amazingly beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, you want to take us on with some words of wisdom? Yeah, just... Don't get a day job. (laughs) 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 I mean, every musician does that. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Don't get a day job. Snakes, Mm -hmm. get the new album when it's out. We'll let you know when that's coming. And, uh, oh, um, I'll probably add this to the top of the show, but December 15th, Quadricental Viral release with you guys, Snakes. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, let people know about the video, too. Great. Thanks so much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you.